Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. <laughs> it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show coming to you um, and uh, live from the airport as the show is taking you to uh, New York for Duke and Baylor who play tomorrow and uh, that game will be a six o'clock local time start 530 the women play tomorrow as well against Providence and so kind of an exciting a um, couple of days here as we get toward Christmas and um, love Aaron uh, doing a uh, doing a show from the airport I, I I did talk to somebody earlier I said is there a uh, is there a good is there a very a pretty quiet place at the airport and somebody said no there's no so uh, today's <laughs> show is coming from Love Field uh, through the magic of our tie line, and uh, we'll have a big time. But, Aaron, the other, the, the chilies that I was hanging out in certainly had, like, a good, I mean, you know, I, it might be that you don't hear the announcements in there, but you hear, like, an 80s soundtrack, a pretty, hmm. pretty heavy, uh, <clears throat> like Huey Lewis in the news. I don't know. You might like it. We'll, we'll oh, test see, both and that. see what our audience thinks but uh but anyway uh we will uh we will press on today and uh aaron this is um this is kind of a uh you know a cool time as uh baylor uh, gets ready to, to to try to put something together that was much better than what they put out on saturday and they get to play again tomorrow i, I think a cool thing is the baylor family is uh, making its way to new york lots of uh i mean you're, you're seeing lots of times square um i mean there's there's tons of like ads up in times square and things like that so uh i think i think it'll end up being a pretty interesting experience for sure baylor versus duke which they call Cameron Indoor North, Northeast, I guess, and um, so it's it's pretty. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. Now, Aaron, I do think we should hit the breaking news sounder to begin the show today, though. Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> announces today that he will not play this season. Aaron, I don't think. Uh, I don't think we were really falling for it or thought that he would. Uh, he does intend to play in 2024, and he made it clear today that it would be an absolute no-brainer uh, if if it was a, if it were a playoff game. Like he would, he would if they were in a playoff game this year. Which again, insert joke here for the Jets um, that he would absolutely play. So there is our. Uh, our Aaron Rodgers update um, live from Love Field here uh, as uh, we head out for some Baylor Duke action. Now, Aaron, um, 
the uh, uh, I, the Monday night football game last night. I mean, I, Drew Locke, the performance, what Seattle did. You got an Eagles team that really needed to win. You got a you got a Seattle team that didn't have its star quarterback, Geno Smith, because of a groin injury. Drew Locke didn't know all day if he was even going to play, and he goes out there. And he puts together one of the, the just an absolute heroic drive, and uh, the uh, the Seahawks get that thing done. They stop a four-game losing streak. Now they are seven and seven, and they certainly have a path toward the playoffs because they've got Arizona. They've got some pretty easy uh, games to finish with, and uh, it's it's just phenomenal what we watched last night. DK Metcalf making two huge catches on the last drive. Uh, Jackson uh, and Jigba uh, from Rockwall, Texas, making a play, 93-yard TD drive, and um, they go down and get the job done. And the, and the thing is, the Cowboys, and you never you never know about the Cowboys. I mean, they, they you know, react. Um, you thought the season was, you know, in terms of winning the division and having, you know, home field advantage was over. And yet, here they are with what happens to the Eagles last night. And Aaron, Jalen Hurts did, I know he was sick. And they didn't know for sure if he was going to be able to play in this game. He ran the ball extremely well. I don't know what he was doing late. I mean, he you know he throws the ball in the end zone that gets picked off. Then he throws it again when they really just needed to get kind of up near midfield and try to kick a field goal. He goes deep. Um, I I I mean, it's nothing like the Eagles losing to make Cowboys fans feel better about themselves. And that is where we are today. I mean, I think I think the Cowboys have to feel much better about kind of the state of things because, Aaron, I, you and I were, were talking earlier off air about, like, even even doing the power rankings right now. It, it, it's hard to it's hard to eliminate the. Um, I mean, when you look at the the Cowboys. The Eagles, I mean, honestly, they're not far behind the upper crust of the NFL. It's even though they're in a bad way right now, Cowboys coming off an awful loss, you're looking at San Francisco and the Ravens. Aaron, can you remember, do, do we always look at, like, the Chiefs or somebody else in the past as, like, that far ahead of everybody else. I mean, the AFC quarterbacks have been so good in recent years. I don't remember a time when there was so much separation, but it really feels like right now it's the it's the 49ers, the Ravens, and then like just a huge <laughs> group of people trying to fight it out to get in there. Now, I I think it's fun. I think there's a lot of parody right now. Um, I, I, you know, playoffs are so much fun with the NFL, the wild card playoff weekend. I mean, it's just huge. But, Aaron, I, as bad as the Cowboys looked the other night, don't you have to feel better about the Cowboys' chances today even than you did yesterday? Yeah, I mean, the, the, say what you want about the Cowboys, but at least when they're at home, they play like they play lights up football. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles are playing bad football everywhere they go right 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, the Eagles don't look right. I mean, they changed, they changed, like defensive play callers, which is just a strange move to make, um, in light of everything, you know, in the middle of the season. But of course, they had been giving up a lot of points. Cowboys beat them, you know, beat them thirty-one to. Uh, Ten. I mean, put put it on them. But this is this is or thirty-three to ten, whatever it was. I mean, this is really an interesting time. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, coming to you live from Love Field, and we're headed out. I'm going to join John Morris out in New York as the Bears get it on with the Duke Blue Devils that game tomorrow night at 6 o'clock and uh, I mean it's going to be I I think we're expecting a pretty big Baylor crowd Uh, the Bears have uh, have some unbelievable signage and and, uh, marketing in Times Square today that'll be fun and then the women Aaron I would say I don't know why they didn't move up I mean, they're still listed at number ten in the country by the AP. I don't, I don't really have a great understanding why they stayed at ten. They beat a top twenty-five t- team in Miami. Um, I, th- this is a, this is a very impressive uh, Baylor women's team that we're watching right now, and they took care of. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they took care of Miami. Now they move on to Providence. And, Aaron, this is kind of a little showcase-type deal where two days of play. They're going to play tomorrow, um, oh, you know, right around uh, 1.30 or 2, about 2 o'clock. And, of course, we'll have that right here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and then they turn around the next day and play South Florida. I mean, I – and, and – one thing, Aaron, that I thought was interesting was that, like, Scott Drew yesterday, uh, and you'll get to hear from him in the 5 o'clock hour today, but was being very hard on himself on a decision he made, and that is to to play, um, you know, to not play during that break, to not have a game during that 11-day break from the fifth or sixth when they last played um, until they played on the 16th um, against Michigan State. I mean, it, it's, this is, this is going to be interesting to watch and see how they play against Duke because, boy, Scott did not sugarcoat it. He's a very, very positive guy. In fact, he's got a little bit of Ted Lasso in him. Uh, he, he likes to lift up his players. Um, he's a very spiritual man. But Aaron, and that's why I was a little bit taken aback. Yesterday with us, and you'll hear this again in case, because we did it real early in the show. I want to let you have a chance to hear this at 5 o'clock today. He called that performance trash. I mean, I, Aaron, did you hear him say that? I mean, like, it, that did not totally sound like him, did it? No, it was, I mean, I didn't, didn't disagree with him, but it was... We were hearing him say that exactly, you know. It was a bad game. Usually a little more measured, I think, in his comments. But I think he really was disappointed in everything about that game, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would say one of the things that was 
is disappointing was just the just the crazy passes that were being made. I I look back and I watched the game uh, and went back and looked at it uh, in the last couple of days, and I guess I, I went back and looked at it Monday morning or something, and. Or Sunday, maybe late Sunday night. I'm getting all mixed up. But anyway, 35 to 16, they're down. And quite honestly, I kind of thought at that point pride would kick in. And I honestly, as, as embarrassing as it was to fall down like that, I just thought, oh, they're okay. They're okay. They're, they will. They may lose this game, but they'll, they'll climb back into this game at some point. Aaron, it was 45 to 17 at halftime. I, the 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 three pointers looked horrible. The shooting was off. They weren't getting good shots. Then they tried to go one on one, and then they just started throwing the ball to Michigan State. They were trying to throw lobs, and and it was it was wild. Again, we're all going to gather in New York and watch them against Duke. And this will not. Now, this is more of a neutral court than what they had the other day. I mean, that was not a true neutral court at all. But this is going to be a, a, a large Duke contingent. Man, this is pride on the line. I mean, you have to come back out, and you have to you have to show something so much better than what they put out there on tape the other night. That this this will be a, this will be interesting to watch as the Bears come back out there. Now, Aaron, you'll like to know this in Times Square, where I'm about to be. Um, the uh, Jacoby Walter is like all over Times Square. Huge picture of him, and uh, so that's kind of cool. Kind of cool to see. Um, Aaron, I'm not going to say because they probably don't, they may not want me to publicize it, but I I know where the team is staying, and probably John and the rest of them. Aaron, it's the it's the craziest holiday environment you could ever imagine you know you kind of think well the team will probably stay somewhere a little subdued or a little you know maybe not in the middle of the hustle bustle Aaron if I told you like the the wildest um, hotel in the country that you could stay at around Christmas time I would say this hotel Hmm. like like just even getting up to your room I've stayed there at this time of year so I have a feel for it, and I, I, on one hand, it's kind of fun because, I mean, you can't even imagine how much hustle and bustle and craziness. Now, again, once you get to your room, you're okay. It's not like they got parties going up and down the halls of this hotel. But I, I heard where they were staying, and I was kind of taken aback. It's, 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 it's kind of a, I'll just say, even to get to your room is kind of a madhouse. Now... If you are the 10th ranked team in the country and you have a famous coach, I hope they kind of give them their own special, you know, little entry point. But it is a wild, wild scene, so we'll keep our eye on the situation. Okay, we are going to go to New York here in a second and uh, visit with the Baylor's chief marketing officer, Jason Cook, and uh, we will do that next. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's on to New York for the Bears and the Duke Blue Devils this Wednesday. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why is the door so crooked? 
And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctor is just like old Santa Claus. Just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you live from the airport where I'm getting ready to join uh, Baylor basketball tomorrow as the Bears take on Duke. Uh, Jason Cook has arrived. I believe he was on Fifth Avenue earlier today, and uh, he's he is in... Uh, Manhattan, and he's ready for the Bears versus Duke. And Jason, I wanted to establish quickly where I was, so when you hear like uh, gate announcements, just keep, just keep plowing through it. All right, you'll. Uh, this is a kind of an interesting, interesting place to uh, do a radio show. But we'll, we're going to make it work. How you doing? I'm doing good. I, I'm doing good, Matt. You, you know, you could have done it uh, in the cab, you know, from the airport. I probably would have taken your whole show to get into Manhattan right now. It's uh, pretty crazy <laughs> being the Christmas season. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Um, it will be a madhouse. I know where the Baylor team is staying, and I was kind of, I, I'm not going to reveal that in case we don't need to reveal that. But I was kind of shocked because, as I remember, I happened to be at that same hotel, Jason, when they had a, a model UN convention, and it was one of the wildest scenes. I mean, not that those kids are that wild. I mean, they're just kind of, you know, really smart, intellectual, fun kids. But it was a scene because kids could come from every part of the country to participate in model UN. Something tells me with all your time in academia, uh, that you have run across some some uh, model UN students before. I, I had no idea that the model UN students were the partiers on campus, but I may have to look into that now, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this particular hotel that I'm talking to has the one where you 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 put your thing in, right, and, and it has like. 27 different options and you have to kind of figure out like you have to go to the, where it tells you to go to the elevator bank and uh I, I i sense that you probably know which hotel i'm talking to there in uh Times square but man jason that was kind of neat and that's what prompted i mean i always love catching up with you but seeing your picture there today i mean as the chief marketing officer cmo and the vice president of marketing for baylor one of the things you do is from time to time, you know, set up like these big marketing buys, whether it be, you know, down on 35 or wherever. Uh, I think at times this year it was at UCF. Maybe it was in Cincinnati. But to have that that huge Baylor signage, digital boards in Times Square, that was pretty neat today. Um, I bet that was kind of fun. Now, who do you 
do you who do you call in Times Square when you need to when you need to get that kind of marketing? I, I, that, that's a pretty that's a pretty interesting process, I would think. Uh, you, you bet. Well, you know, it's one of those things that we're the uh, we're the only basketball game in town tomorrow night here in New York City, and you know, having an opportunity to play Duke in the, in the Garden, it just doesn't get any better than that. So, you know, we look for strategic opportunities, brand moments. Uh, you know, that we could really extend the, the meta narrative about the institution, about Baylor and, and what's going on. So uh, we thought that this would be a great game. We circled it on the calendar uh, a couple of months ago and uh, started making um, some contacts on what would be available uh, in Times Square. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a busy time of year. And you, know, you look at the billboards running right now. We're running against some of the biggest brands in the, in the country right now. And then you have Baylor uh, up there and Eve Missy and, uh, and uh, Jacoby Walter up there, which is just uh, so awesome. So, uh, so uh, yeah, you got you to gotta know some people, but uh, we we're very blessed that some availabilities were there and the, the location could have not have been better for us. Okay, so when I'm, I'm going to fly in this evening... What's my best vantage point? Do I just kind of go to Times Square and then I'll immediately see it? Like, how long was this up all day today? Or what's what's our uh, or am I going to be able to see it this evening? Can you give me a rundown on that? Well, well, you may have to take those sunglasses off, Map, do it to be able to see it at night when you get in here. Okay, <laughs> just a little advice there, but uh, but no, uh, the, the billboards are uh, on Broadway um, in between. Uh, I think 45th and 44th. Um, they sit, they're on both sides of the, of the Paramount uh, building there. And uh, we're part of a rotation, so they'll run for about 15 seconds. Uh, about every minute and a half, somewhere around there, they'll flash up in rotation. And that's what you do with okay. these digital billboards these days, is you buy rotations at a certain amount of time. And so they started running at midnight uh, today. And then they'll run through the uh, end of the game tomorrow. So uh, two days of, uh, of good run time and, and getting some Baylor visibility here in New York City. Yeah, I would imagine similar rates to, uh, you know, getting some ads on the Matt Mosley show here at ESPN Central Texas. So um, it is uh, Jason Cook, the uh, chief marketing officer, the CMO and uh, uh, vice president of uh, marketing for uh, for Baylor Communications, of course. Um, tell me this: I, I mean, so you got this big game, and then and then we start pointing to January second and January third with the women against TCU. And by the way, TCU's women's basketball was pretty bad for a while. They're they're kind of good now, which which worries me. I mean, you don't want to open up your new arena and run into some trouble. But I think the I think the our women are playing really well. The the women's uh, the Baylor women's team. But as we get closer, I mean, I've noticed this this whole campaign, which you probably have some uh, you, your hands all over kind of these kind of things. Foster forward. Um, I guess the thought is, you know, let's start getting some word to the Baylor family and the people wanting to come to this game, you know, how to get in there, how to have the best experience, how to shuttle in there. What are you all trying to do to kind of get the the word out for um, to, to have everybody ready for for opening night? 
Well, it is, a, pardon the pun, it is a full court press uh, for sure to the uh, opening of the of Foster Pavilion. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder as well. And I, I think a lot of times it's a good lens to, to look through. And, you know, as a season ticket holder, I have the same questions as any other season ticket holder would. So, so really try to say, okay, what are the questions that I have? What are some questions that, that other people will have? And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we've had to wait a little bit just uh, to make sure where things are going to be in the construction process and what details are we going to be able to share and when. But, but that uh, full-court press, we're trying to get as much communication out uh, before Christmas gets here because we know that that, that uh, week between Christmas and New Year's, people are uh, – uh, celebrating Christmas, being with family, on the road, things of that nature. So I think that that's why you're seeing that push. Try to get as much information out as we can this week and answer as many questions as we can at this point. Well, uh, we'll try to help in that process, and um, uh, that's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. I mean, I had a big tour for the media. I mean, you've been known the herd tours. I mean, you're right in the middle of that. I mean, you're up there answering questions and and doing some Q and A's. I would imagine, like you say, on the on the athletics part of it, you're just like to go there as a fan. But you've also had an office that where you've seen a lot of this construction going up and all. I mean, like I'm sure you've taken the tour. But what do you what do you think of like how it's you know turned out and like. What, what's, you know, and, and take us through a little bit. I mean, there's still some things that need to be done and finished, but from a, just from a marketing standpoint, I mean, this is going to be, um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Everybody's want to going to get in there, but I mean, this, this, this is a massive undertaking to thread the needle and have a conference season in a, in an area that's not quite finished. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it hasn't happened before, but I, I would, I would think this is pretty, uh, a pretty complicated thing, but it's that's why it's it's great to to have some of the people Henry and some of the others that are in charge of these projects to kind of to to shepherd these things through. Yeah, well, you, you look within a within a year's time that you know we'll open the, the herd smart Herd welcome center. We'll uh, open the you know Foster Pavilion. We'll open the, the Fudge Center. Um, you know, early summer next year. That, that's a, a pretty impressive uh, construction calendar that we've had as an institution. And, you know, I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago the the meta-narrative for Baylor, Matt. Uh, you know, the, for me, being able to own that intersection of I-35 and, and U Parks where, where, you know, you're coming down from Dallas and all of a sudden you hit Baylor and you're going to see McLean Stadium. You're going to see Foster Pavilion. You're going to see the Herd Welcome Center. That's that's a significant presence for the institution. And to look back a decade ago, there was none of that there uh, with the stadium. So so for us, I mean, what a great opportunity to put a, a pin uh, on your maps, on your iPhone, and say, look, we've arrived at Baylor, and uh, it's evident to just by the infrastructure we we have as you enter on I-35 and. You know, it's been uh, incredible to see our construction team, our athletics teams, our university teams come together and, and almost pull off the impossible to make this happen. Uh, but I, I think that uh, Max said it well uh, in his uh, communication a couple of days ago. You know, we're going to ask for a little grace and patience 
uh, for those first couple of games as we open a, a new facility. Uh, they never go 100% like you want them, but, uh, but we think once fans get into the game, we start getting into the arena, figure out how the pavilion's going to truly operate. That fan experience is going to get better and better as, as the season progresses. And uh, we're jumping into the fire for sure because the uh, Big 12 season is going to be here right around the corner. All right, Jason Cook uh, joining us, and um, Jason, I'm I'm being told some of the old Fygams, uh, some of my group getting together at uh, old, a place called Stout, close to Madison Square Garden. I know you and your wife would love to to stop by and and just reminisce with some of the old Fijis from Baylor. So know that you're uh, you're welcome to show up there now. From a commencement standpoint, uh, I, I, w- I believe, in fact, my buddy uh, uh, was texting me today. His daughter just graduated. You all have, I mean, they keep rolling through. You already got a fir- uh, first semester down. Um, How did everything go? And, uh, I mean, I was a little surprised. was not called upon for a commencement speech, but I guess somebody was able to deliver that. How did, uh, how did things go here at the end of semester? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, there's one person that gives commencement speeches at, at Baylor, and that's President Livingstone. Uh, that's oh, okay. uh, one of the joys that she has as, as president. And, you know, the, the neat thing about commencement, it's just a good reminder of why we're here, why why I work in, in the environment that I do, but then also, you know, why Baylor's here is to, to, to educate and to, to graduate men and women for worldwide leadership and service. I mean, that's what we do, and what a visible sign that commencement is. And uh, you know, it's it's always a special time for those graduates and their families. And uh, we we like the December ones, Matt, because they're a little bit lighter. Uh, the ones in May get a little bit long. We graduate most of our students in May, but. What, what a great time. And, you know, commencement's going to continue to be at the Farrell Center uh, as we move forward because we're going to need all those seats as, uh, as the university uh, graduates more and more students. Well, that's why we need to just kind of leave that thing. I mean, we're saying, isn't it funny to have all these uh, really nice goodbyes and, and uh, the Baylor Plus celebration of the Farrell Center, and it kind of makes you think, it's going away, but it's it's actually not. It'll st- still be a very functional building, and we'll play volleyball and do some acro and tumbling and hold some. Uh, uh, and, and by the way, if the women uh, make it to the tournament, which uh, I think they probably are since they're undefeated right now and playing well, uh, I think a lot of that will happen in the Farrell Center. So while we're saying goodbye to it for our basketball team, it's not goodbye forever. Jason, uh, look forward to seeing you in uh, in New York. And, uh, man, I, I know you've uh, uh, been out doing some Christmas shopping, some very, very uh, high-tone shopping. But I uh, hope to catch up with you tomorrow. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, it was Christmas in New York. It was a great time. And what a great experience for our basketball team and our university, for sure. All right, there he goes, uh, Jason Cook, the Baylor's uh, chief marketing officer, and uh, just does a tremendous job there. And he is the man who uh, brought us the Times Square, all the Baylor uh, ads. And so that's pretty pretty neat to see. I'm going to go there to Broadway 44th and 45th this evening and go see that. Okay, it is time for the NFL Blitz Package. That is next. 
Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women headed to Florida and a matchup with Providence in the West Palm Classic this Wednesday. 2 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 2.30 tip-off from West Palm Beach, Florida, Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle? I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Don't miss the year-end inventory sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Save big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dog kennels, porch swings, and gliders. Conveniently shop online at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 26 years. Stop by their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or Highway 77 in Lot. Call Lone Star Structures at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sale soon. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. 
Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you live today from uh, Dallas Love Field. Uh, we're preparing to uh, make the trip, join John Morris in Manhattan, Baylor and Duke. We've had a uh, we've had a lot of fun so far, and uh, be jumping on a plane later. But uh, was in position here to do the show, and then we'll jump right on the plane afterwards. But boy, pretty exciting today. You'll get to hear from uh, from Scott Drew uh, at about 5:25 today, and uh, I mean he was. This is a very blunt Scott Drew, and I think you'll enjoy that. But uh, Aaron, let's do what we like to call our NFL blitz package with so much going on across the uh, league today. Uh, the biggest story, I think, is Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who has uh, been pretty much in the headlines, even though he tore his Achilles tendon in game one this year. Speculation, would he come back or wouldn't he? Apparently, he indicated today that he won't play again this season. Not a shock. But he does plan to play next year and beyond. Rodgers was shockingly, not shockingly, on the Pat McAfee show today and said a return to action would have been an absolute no-brainer for a playoff game. But the Jets at 5-9 and nine were eliminated from postseason contention Sunday, and that cemented Rodgers' decision not to try to come back this year. We'll never know. We'll never know for sure. This allowed him to kind of stay involved with the team, show that he was desperately trying to get back, and now he doesn't have to play. And the one thing that uh, you can always depend on the Jets for is, like, not making the playoffs. You know, <laughs> like, it's not – this is kind of the scenario he needed. It, it would have been funny if he had uh, played this up and then they got hot – and they, what if they had gotten hot with Zach Wilson and then suddenly he tried to get himself ready? You don't go back to him. Now, again, that didn't happen, and they're 5-9. and nine, So I think this is the best-case scenario because they've had a pretty much a lost season. He can come back in 2024, and then he can suggest um, – you know he can try to he can try to suggest to people that, well, yeah, I would have I would have totally played if it was the playoffs. <laughs> I, I I don't uh, you know I don't know exactly what we would have seen from Aaron, but uh, you know at age forty, 
next year. I mean, I, I mean, he'll give it a go. Um, I, I, I think he'll be the same guy, but I mean, that is a extremely significant injury. And no matter how many different techniques you have or how many secrets he has, um, that's a that's a lot to overcome. So we uh, we will uh, we will certainly monitor that as we do our live road show today. After the Eagles lost last night to the Seattle Seahawks on the last minute touchdown from Drew Locke to Jackson Smith and Jigba. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts was not happy. The Eagles' final two drives ended with a punt and a game-sealing interception, respectively. Hurts was Hertz was asked about the two-minute offense after the game, had a surprising answer. He said, quote, I've been talking about execution all year, being on the same page, everyone being on the same page. We didn't execute. Not surprising, but then he said, I don't think we're, we're all, we're committed enough. Just got to turn it around. You know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. He did not explain what he meant when he said we're, <laughs> three times. I mean, he's obviously talking about the offense, but didn't say who in particular he was talking about that's failing to execute. Well, I mean, in, and when he was pressed on that, Aaron, he said, well, you know, I don't have a dictionary with me when somebody basically said, what do you mean by that? Um, you know, I do think he showed a commitment being very sick and finding a way to play. I mean, I think that was I think that was good. He flew separately from his team. But you can't say something like that without the assembled media you know, grabbing that and seizing on that. And I I find I found it fascinating to hear him on a night when he wasn't himself questioned his own team's commitment um, I, I I mean it, it was really really interesting to observe and to hear you know kind of what his take was on that by the way Aaron feel free to give me a live report on I have moved. What I've done is I've accomplished not having announcements during our show mm-hmm. while I'm at the airport getting ready to go cover Baylor Duke. But I have entered the land of the Chili's 80s <laughs> soundtrack. So after uh, after we're through here, I want you to weigh in on which you think is better, okay? Because I do like not having the gate announcements. But we do have like um, Weezer or... Whoever sings Africa, who Toto, Toto, we got some yeah. Toto. We got the land down under. We got a lot of, we got a lot of Toto oh, type is songs going on. What's that? That is minute work in the background. <laughs> minute work. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's the new soundtrack. We usually have our NFL blitz music. Now we have what? Uh, yeah, give me one second. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so. Let's uh, let's continue, sir. No surprise. Happens every week, but a couple more teams are changing quarterbacks, hoping for a spark. The Steelers, who are 7-7, seven seven, fourth in the AFC North and in danger of missing the playoffs. 
are uh, changing from Mitch Trubisky. They're going to start third stringer Mason Rudolph, the former Oklahoma State standout, will get the start as the Steelers take on the Cincinnati Bengals coming up this Sunday. Yeah, um, you know, I Rudolph, right around Christmas, certainly think it's a good move. I think it, I think it brings good vibes to the team, uh, as we discussed yesterday. But I, you know, Aaron, it's funny you you kind of move on from, you know, they, they pick it, you know, he was their draft, he was their big first round pick or whenever he was picked, and you're just kind of you move on. You think, okay, this is the picket era, and and so you move on from from like even remembering people like mason rudolph like i i don't i he was he i really at oklahoma state he was a great quarterback he really was he did some good things and boy he was tough on our bears at times but he's he's not done anything more than Pickett or anybody else i mean i i the 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 what's weird about this season and i'm sure aaron you're experiencing the same thing i am is that like, all these teams seem pretty bad, right? And yet you you wake up and you go, well, wait, Cleveland's eight and five? You know, like, like so and so's like remarkable. Only, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Like, I, I don't. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure the Steelers are out of it. But like on the NFC side, nobody's out of it. Nobody's out of it. Like Devito had to finally lose to get to five and nine uh, before before you know we kind of moved on from the Giants. So I, I find it I find it kind of strange. But uh, the I do love their coach. I mean I will say that is a guy that will battle you, and he will try anything to get a win. And that is Mike Tomlin, and so it's hard to, hard to, you know, bet against him. And uh, you mentioned the Steelers and the uh, playoffs. They are long shot at this point, but technically, only uh, one game back in their division, and have a chance to uh, close that with their, uh, with their game this weekend. So. We'll see how that goes for the Steelers. Also changing quarterbacks this week, the Falcons, not surprisingly, after losing to the worst team in the league, the Carolina Panthers. They're turning to Taylor Heineke as their quarterback. For the second time this season, they will bench former Cincinnati All-American Desmond Ritter, who has just been terrible the last two weeks. I don't think he's had over 150 yards passing in either of those games. Who are they putting in there? Uh, the great Taylor Heineke, who started a couple of games <laughs> for the Redskins and was also terrible, but slightly less terrible, I think, than Desmond Ritter has been. I think we, I think we, at times, fall in love with some of these backups. There have been moments Heineke played really well. I think we're going through that now with Drew Locke. I mean, like, whoa, Drew Locke was unbelievable. And, Aaron, we need to talk more about him at, like, 5 o'clock. I mean, what a... What a phenomenal deal that was. I mean, the Monday night football game. Um, oh, and Aaron, I did see this since we're doing an NFL Blitz package. They, the NFL wants to do more of those doubleheaders. I, I don't know if they just got great ratings. I'm not sure what happened. 
I mean, obviously it helped that they had two really good games. Mm-hmm. But the Monday, the, the Monday night football doubleheader is going to become more of a thing. And I, I have to say, you know, I'm probably like if, if, if there was a super fan of the Manning cast, it's me. Like, like I'm the guy. Like whatever they're trying to accomplish, like I'm their target. And and again, I'm I'm a you know fifty year old dude. Maybe they're not trying to target me for anything these days. But I mean, it's it, it's incredible. It's funny. They're both funny. Hey, Peyton's our age, Aaron. I mean, isn't that funny that he had that great career? I mean, he's basically our age. It's kind of nice. But uh, but Eli's funny. I mean, the whole thing is is really really good. Do you have another one? Yeah, the uh, Indianapolis Colts, according to the Indy Star, have suspended wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie and cornerback Tony Brown for three games for con- conduct detrimental to the team. The organization announced today McKenzie and Brown basically have both only played or started on special teams. They played sparingly outside of special teams, but the, the reason was not given, but according to ESPN, it was obviously something – bad enough for them to be suspended and they will be out for the rest of the regular season wow conduct unbecoming to the which team is this the colts okay okay the colts cracking down i mean i saw i saw Minshew do some stuff the other day that like blew me away like just just extending plays and throwing off schedule like i i mean i that was one of the that was one of my biggest takeaways uh i i thought i thought Minshew was just awesome i mean i and again i'm sure aaron i saw like the great parts of it okay but when i tuned in i mean he was like escaping the pocket and throwing these off schedule throws like i you get why some of these dudes that played for Leach, I mean, not all of them make it, but golly, this guy, I mean, he, you know, he's the new Fitzpatrick, right? Fun dude, going to put up huge numbers, also going to put up horrible numbers at times. It's like all these backups. I mean, Aaron, who's the best, who's the best backup in the NFL right now? Because there's a ton of them that have played this year. Because, I, I mean, if you're talking about, like, Super Bowl rings, of course, you'd, you'd say Flacco because he actually, you know, got a huge contract with the Ravens and won a Super Bowl. But just of all these dudes that we've seen, uh, I mean, I'm talking Dobbs, throw in everybody you've seen. Drew Locke last night for, the, for Seattle. Who do you who's your best, who's your best backup quarterback this season? <laughs> and it is pretty uh... – Slim pickings, and uh, I would probably say Jameis Winston. Um, I'm looking at a list on CBS Sports that has Dalton and yeah. Brissett ahead of him, but I would rather have Winston starting than either of those guys. They just don't. Well, Andy Dalton just doesn't have a lot left. You know, he's taken a lot of hits over the year. You can tell that he just doesn't throw the ball like he used to, and he's never been a real mover in the pocket and Brissett is is a good backup I'm not taking anything away from me I just think 
Winston can really fling it downfield so he can open up things for your offense. Okay. I I mean, all of that, I, I from week to week, it kind of changes. You know, Dobbs had some good moments. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, I... Uh, I the the Vikings have used like four different dudes. I I think I would true. I might. Okay, at one point I kind of like the Bengals guy. He's been um, pretty good. Okay, I kind of like him. But wait, where's my man Aiden McDonald? He is. Where's that guy? Probably pretty low. He would have been pretty bad until this last week against. Okay. The Chargers okay. and I think the. Everybody pretty much thinks they've given up. Not that he can't have another game, yeah. but he had been pretty mediocre to bad in the previous games. Okay. All right. Taking on the I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, you're the authority from all your fantasy. You know how these things are. But Big Aiden, when he put up 63 the other night, I'm oh, kind of like, well, 300 and three or four touchdowns. I'm like, do I like this guy? Do I like Aiden McDonald maybe? Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, that that was tough to watch. I didn't watch most of it. Um, it was just a terrible game. And you could tell that the team quit on that head coach. And you don't see that often in real time, but that was an actual game where you're watching and you're like, okay, they've had a bad season and they're done with, with Brandon Staley. And sure enough, he was fired the next morning because that performance was just pitiful. Yeah. How? Uh, oh, we got, we got Jerry Jones audio right now where I'm preparing to catch a flight uh, to this Baylor-Duke game. Jerry Jones weighing in on what happened the other night. Kind of see what he has to say. Um, we'll do I, – I, I tell you what we're going to do next. Aaron, did you have one more or are you good? Real quick, uh, did you see the yeah. – I'm sure you did, the Tommy DeVito story. Tommy DeVito and his agent <laughs> apparently have run afoul of a Jersey pizzeria which says it canceled an event featuring the Giants quarterback because he doubled his appearance fee. Canelio's, I believe that's how you say that. If not, that's close to that I think. Canelio, old-fashioned pizzeria announced on social media it would no longer be hosting DeVito today after the re- restaurant received word from his agent that his appearance fee would be doubling from 10000 to 20,000. They posted that on Instagram. Obviously, his agent is catching a lot of blowback, but hasn't released a statement yet. I'm actually looking forward to see what he has to say. No, the agent, the agent talked to somebody. The agent said he, he didn't, he didn't. Uh... Oh, no, you're right. He said there was no, no yeah. signed agreement. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stilato, Stilato. Yeah. I, the agent, agent said, hey, the agent's old school. If it's not in writing, I can change this thing. Anybody I, who's seen his agent I, and I, thinks I, he wouldn't do something like this, I, I don't know. I don't know, what I, tell him. I don't know which side. I don't know which side I'm on here. I, the pizzeria is no, kind of bumming me out here. I, they, they went after my, our man Devito. You know, after he had a poor performance. I mean, they kind of kind of kicked him while he was down. After the Giants lose 24 to six. Aaron, have you ever considered at Chili's getting something called the Triple Dipper? It, it has southwestern egg rolls, boneless wings, big mouth bites, crispy chicken crispers, honey chipotle chicken crispers, and fried mozzarella. Do you feel, you feel like that's, some, that's the direction I should consider? That is a direction I've went multiple times. 
and I went to yeah. Chile. So yes, I would recommend it. By the way, how how much of Love Shack could you hear earlier, or is it not is it is it not overpowering? You could make Be it honest. out, but it's not overpowering. Okay, it's kind of All music right. background. Right. Like, All right. like I'm going to stay like, put. Like you're in a, a yeah. grocery store, you don't really notice it until you notice it. Okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang here. I'm gonna hang here in this chilies, but uh, all right, we'll continue. Uh, Aaron, I've got I I, I kind of want to talk, and I want you to I want you to be, and we'll do this at 4:45. We'll have we can come back and have do a little more of this. But this early signing day tomorrow, I kind of want to preview it, and I want to hear more from you on these Baylor signees from yesterday. This big news. And then, and then we'll put this thing to bed tomorrow. And I want this. Tw- I want to talk more about the Jenkins twins. We'll do that next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Second and goal. Snap to Prescott. Only heard here. He looks left. Slant. Gallup. All season. Touchdown. That was right now. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. Live from Hard Rock Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Dolphins, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over twenty years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. 
At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Happening now, free lab-grown diamond earrings up to 4 carat total weight, free at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Spend $6.99 or more and get half-carat to 4-carat lab-grown diamond stud earrings for free. 0% financing on-site master jewelers and up to 60% off Christmas specials. That's 0% financing on-site master jewelers and up to 60% off Christmas specials. You always receive more when you choose Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. See store for details. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, k 265 DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and through the magic of uh, our tie line app, I can do the show from anywhere. Headed to New York tonight at the airport. Uh, we're going to prepare for Baylor versus Duke. So if you if you hear the uh, the soulful singing of "We Built This City on Rock and Roll," you'll just know I'm doing the show from a Chili's. I've kind of found a place. I'm not over close to anybody, so I'm not like shouting over anybody, but. It's what we call a live show, and uh, we're having a nice time, and we are preparing for Baylor versus Duke tomorrow. Now, we are also preparing for early signing day, and so all the stories will start pouring in. A couple of things, Aaron, before we get to the Baylor angle of this, because I've been seeing pictures today. In fact, uh, Mama Jenkins... Monique Jenkins, I believe is her name. Caden Jenkins' mom. We're getting to know Caden's twin brother has now transferred into Baylor, and so that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I heard something today that, and I read a story, and I thought our folks would would find this interesting. The there was thought that the NIL would kind of cause even more separation between the haves and the have-nots and the Georgias and the Alabamas would just kind of blow everybody out of the water. Aaron, for the first time, maybe ever, maybe, I, I think I think it's the first time since they've been doing this, you know, like uh, oh, Rivals does their top whatever and the, their top ten and, and uh, of course ESPN has one. Uh, Aaron, the ten... Um, the top ten on the rivals board in the, in the nation, including the number eight, the quarterback who just flipped from uh, Georgia to Nebraska, Riola is his name. Again, this is really shocking. 
all 10 of the top the top 10 in the country recruits are going to different schools that almost never happens i mean there have been moments when alabama or clemson will literally have three or four of the top 10 and and this is not in this year all 10 of those players are going to 10 different schools now again could that change tomorrow could somebody flip could something change sure sure but I mean, it's a, it's, I, I, I think, I think it's kind of a nice uh, result because I think there was a thought that NIL and transfer portal and all that would just destroy it all. Well, the truth of the matter is this, and of course, NIL hasn't been great for Baylor. I think it's about to turn. I think Baylor's going to get way more aggressive on the on the football end of this, but the. As far as what it's done to the rest of the country, this t- in terms of, I mean, the the ratings are better than ever. I mean, the, the whole sport didn't fall apart because of NIL. Or, I mean, all it did was just make all these schools competitive. How in the world do you think SMU bought its way to the table? Well, I mean, you know, they started doing NIL deals. And then they started doing po- a lot of portal work. And, you know, they they fought their way into it. So to think that, well, there's going to be a huge separation and the SMUs of the world will not have a chance, well, that's not true. They do. And, for instance, if, if North Texas wants to, University of North Texas is, has a huge alumni base, if they want to get crazy aggressive in the NIL space and, and the portal, there's nothing holding them back from making a big move other than what conference they're in. Now now they're in the AAC, which SMU used to be. But what if North Texas or somebody like North Texas decided and in, in was able to become a powerhouse? Aaron, I thought you would find that interesting that the top ten rivals ten different schools, which you know kind of lets us know that it's not Again, I'm not saying Georgia and Alabama aren't still going to be dominant, but I think it's I think it's I think, I think NIL hasn't destroyed things as much as people thought it would. No, and, and it's actually made, especially for schools that not name Alabama and Georgia, it, it's even the field a little bit as long as you've got your NIL game in order. Yeah, I mean, I I tell you where where it hurts. It's more the portal because UTSA will have a great player or or uh, or somebody like that. Uh, North Texas, you know, they'll have an incredible player, and it you know they if once they get good there or Liberty and of course Baylor has gotten some of these players has, has benefited from a player. That was great at, like, oh, I don't know, where was the nose tackle? You know, there are players that are really good at, say, Tulsa, and they end up at Baylor or somewhere like that. So I do think the portal has hurt some of those teams more than the NIL. Now, here's the deal. Portal and the NIL go hand in hand. So some of those kids who, like that kid at UTSA, 
who had put up incredible numbers as a pass rusher, was not just about the portal. It's not just about, oh, I'm going to get a higher platform or, or, or more visibility. I mean, they're paying the guy, right? They're paying him good money. And so he goes from maybe making, oh, let's say they paid him 20000 bucks a year at UTSA or 30000 bucks a year easily. Wherever he ended up, Aaron, and it escapes me right now, I, he easily make, can make 300 k 100 easy. But, but he's good enough where he might have claimed he might have gotten three to 500 K somewhere you know in the SEC I'm just trying to remember where that young man ended up but yeah good player but Aaron walk us through real quick as we start to prepare for tomorrow I I mean it, it's and Baylor of course is playing Duke but it's a big day it's a big day and and the Bears while I don't think they're going to blow anybody away from with this class, <clears throat> there's some important people in it. And, and, and the good news about quarterback is the young Bennett kid, Nate Bennett, can, can, he can come in and have time to develop and do all his thing. And, um, and, then, and then Baylor now has two guys they got in the portal, Sawyer Robertson and Daquan Quinn. So suddenly you've got four with RJ being in there, you're, you're going to have four legit, you know, three of them for scholarship. One of those guys will walk on from an RJ. Three of the dudes will be full scholarship. So you're going to have three scholarship quarterbacks, and they just haven't been there. And you can blame whoever you want. You, can, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I'm a, I, I don't think it's, I, I don't know who you want to blame on the offensive side of the ball, but they, they have not obviously done great at recruiting quarterbacks in recent years. Um, but I think the quarterback room is going to be kind of nice. I mean, I like the Bennett kid. And then Schobel's set to be there in 2025. So, uh, and then Aaron, I, I thought I would bring this up with you real quick before we get into some of these better players. The Oregon situation fascinates me. <laughs> um, Oregon gets Dylan Gabriel from OU. That's fine. OU has Jackson Arnold. They'll be fine. But he's a good player, and he, and he had a really good year this year, and he beat Texas. I mean, he's a it's, a it's a good quarterback. I mean, he's a starting quarterback. Well, then they go, and they get the transfer from UCLA, who was a five-star, like, best quarterback in the country. Well, they also got the guy that Baylor lost uh, at the altar last year, Austin Novoside. So, I mean, most times, Aaron, these these quarterbacks hit the portal in a hurry if they feel like their way is blocked. I mean, I I find that I find that so interesting that the UCLA quarterback chose Oregon. I mean, you got to hand it to him. Like in a sense, he's showing up there to compete. Like he thinks he's either going to be their future starter, or he's going to compete. And what must Novosad and his family? I mean, my gosh! I mean, they, Oregon brought him in. I think they paid him a bunch of NIL money. And and I, I know our man Sean Bell, you know, takes has to take that. I mean, you know, personally, because he was the primary recruiter on Austin Novosad, Aaron. Well, I'm sure when you saw that 
Oregon situation, you thought immediately of Novosad. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the thing about it is <laughs> Baylor only recruited him. That's why it was such a big blow when he <laughs> changed his commitment on signing day to Oregon. And, you know, look, I, I and I mean this sincerely. I hope he has a great life and successful and happy. But this thing about, you know, still root for the guy. No, not to be. I'm a Baylor fan. You know what I mean? Like, I. You could see this kind of coming, and then I didn't think it would be. I figured they would bring in one transfer quarterback, but to bring in two and one in your same class is really a slap in the face to it. And it's the guy that decommitted from them. It's the only reason they off- offered Austin Novosad in the first place is because he uh, changed his commitment to another team. Now he's going to be back in Oregon. It's it's not a good situation for Austin Novosad, and I would expect him to hit the portal. Anytime now. What do you think? What do you think the the Bears do if they if they got a call from the Novosad family? Do you think they even pick up, or do you just think they you think they're nice about it and just say, "Hey, appreciate you, buddy, and wish you the best of luck." But you know, we've already moved on down the road. I think that's exactly what it would be, especially since you have Gloria Robertson and and. and uh, the transfer coming in and Martinez coming back. Your quarterback room is pretty much full, and you've got a true freshman coming in next year too for the first time in a couple of years. Um, so, yeah, thanks. Uh, wish you the best of luck, but no thanks. They've they've got not only depth at quarterback, but they've got quality depth. Dequan Finn obviously is just an amazing quarterback. He was the MAC player of the year, and Sawyer Robertson was the top 300 player nationally coming out of high school. He's the, I, as far as high school ranking, he is, I think, still the highest rated recruit coming out of high school on Baylor's roster. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and now we're on, we're putting the number on the portal kids. Uh, Aaron, let's not forget. Daquan Quinn, four-star. <laughs> yeah. And they had him rated as the fourth-best quarterback in the transfer pool, which, you know, it's like any recruiting. It's barely subjective. But I think Baylor got exactly who they wanted, and I know they got exactly who I wanted them to get. So I'm super excited. Yeah. Okay. And then, Aaron, the uh, – the and you said his name really well yesterday. I, I – Tonga, I believe, is his first name. I – I'm kind of excited about him. I mean, K-State wanted him. He's a nose tackle. He's massive, 6'5", 310. He's not the – by the way, Aaron, I've been monitoring this junior kid at DeSoto who is 6'8", oh, yeah. 380 pounds. I mean, those pictures are hilarious of this guy. But um, Loa Lele, Aaron, I, I kind of – I kind of excited about him. I mean, you know, there are certain programs that just function so much better with with a massive uh, nose tackle. I mean, in 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 this last year, I mean, I love Cooper Lands and some of these guys. I mean, I I like. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I like some of these tackles, but they were miscast. I mean, you know, you got teams running downhill on you because you couldn't hold up at the point of attack, and you couldn't take on double teams. And 
you go get some massive juco kid like this that's what you have to do that's what you have to do when you're trying to flip this thing in a hurry i mean i i didn't exactly know how to say this the other day but you know i i somebody made a funny comment one time they said they were talking about they like the backup around christmas time like the the backup radio dudes because they're just like slinging it around and they're willing to say anything to get noticed and they're just going crazy and I mean like I feel like uh, I feel like that's similar to what Dave Aranda is about to do like this dude has to do there's no like oh man he could have one more bad season no no he he is the most fortunate man in America to still have a head coaching job at Baylor. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, like he was fortunate that Mac was extremely benevolent and believed in him. And, I mean, it's crazy. It really is crazy what the season they just had that he's still coaching. But he is still coaching. And so now they've made some interesting moves. And I think... I think you're going to start. Now, again, I I don't think they're going to take chances on character. I still think all of that, person over player, I mean, whatever. I know people get mad about all that. I don't really have a feel one way or the other. I'm I'm fine with high-character players. I don't think that's a bad thing. But I think think Dave Aranda is coming out swinging. And I, and I think there might even be a surprise or two tomorrow. Uh, Aaron, what's the what's our the Jenkins kid that we brought in the uh, Caden's twin brother? I mean that one excites me. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, one Jenkins was pretty awesome. Two Jenkins brothers back there in the secondary. Yeah, Cameron Jenkins, safety yeah. from UCLA. UNLV. You UNLV? Yeah. Golly, I mean that. That right there gets me going. Also, Aaron, Huey Lewis in the news gets me going. You thought <laughs> I was joking. I love, uh, I love Huey Lewis. This is, let's see, which, which one is this? This is uh, thought about someone else. Happy to be stuck with you. That's it, yeah. Happy to be stuck with you. I, 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 kinda, I, I need a new drug or something like that. That was a big one for him. He had some good ones, but I kind of like this one. Happy to be stuck with you. Um, okay, Aaron, let's continue. Um, there's a couple things we need to do as we get prepared. I am off to cover Duke Baylor tomorrow. I'm at the airport. We continue on. We've got a big 5 o'clock plan for you. Um, we've got NFL at 5, and then we got Scott Drew joining us from Manhattan. Scott Drew, as he gets ready for Duke, he'll be with us at about 525 big big five o'clock uh, plan for you we'll do some cowboys updates uh, jerry had some interesting things to say we'll do that next baylor bear basketball all season long here on espn central texas it's on to new york for the bears and the duke blue devils this wednesday 5 30 for the countdown to tip off 6 p.m tip off wednesday join baylor athletics hall of famer pat nunley and the voice of the bears john morris for baylor bear basketball right here on espn central texas 
Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, ESPN Central Texas uh, coming to you live from the airport. We're uh, getting ready to... uh, Head to see Duke and the Bears play um, in uh, uh, in Madison Square Garden. That'll happen tomorrow. You'll hear the women tomorrow on ESPN Central Texas during our show, and then you'll hear the men get going. That's a 6 p.m. at 5:30 on the uh, pregame show, and then the women start before that. So a full day of basketball activity as you plan your uh, holidays. It should be. A lot of fun, and uh, man, what a what a day it is! Now, Aaron, I thought this was interesting. We'll do campus confidential here in a minute, uh, and we got a lot to cover there. We got national signing day tomorrow. We got the new top twenties. We got a lot to uh, a lot to discuss. But I mean, I I thought Jerry Jones had some interesting comments today about um, about his coaching staff, about Mike McCarthy, and. Now, Jerry always has a plan, okay? And it was a little bit of a strange, some strange comments. It was on his show, 105.3 Today. And Aaron, he came out and he said something along the lines of, you know, our our team is, um, you know, only we were only in position to be so disappointed about Buffalo because the coaching staff had done such a great job. I don't understand that. It's a weird one. But I do think he chose the opportunity to talk about, like, how the coaching staff has been, like, a huge part of the season. And Mike McCarthy, with three straight playoff trips, um, you know, he wanted to sing his praises. Do I believe that, that, you know, that means that much? Could Mike McCarthy still get fired? You bet he could. You bet he could. If there's a belief that they can't move forward with him. But I did think that was interesting. That was Jerry's biggest priority today was talking about how well the coaching staff had done. Um, Aaron, I was on that show the other night on Fox, and I, I we, you know, and you got to hear a little bit of that. I, I thought that was interesting. One of the guys we talked to was a former uh, like front office guy, and he does radio now. And uh, he was really giving a lot of credit to Schottenheimer for the Cowboys' offensive success this year. I mean, it's it's that's not exactly something I had really uh, thought about. I mean, I kind of I kind of thought more about you know McCarthy uh, and his role. But uh, I, I you know the whole thing. I mean, that was an interesting part of it. I. Aaron, are you buying? I mean, I just I find it interesting that Jerry has chosen this moment to dig in about like how great the coaching staff is doing. Like I don't, uh, I I don't 
I, 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 you know, like when you come off a game like that where you just get completely outclassed and you lose on the road 31-10, nobody's dying to talk about, oh, man, golly, what a, what a coaching effort. Um, did you did that did that take you by surprise, or did you just did you just chalk this up to typical Jerry? No, even for Jerry, that was a little surprising. Because <laughs> I mean, that was it. Just it's the same thing, and for him to seem like he doesn't recognize it that this this team continues to go on the road and lay eggs. They continue to not be competitive on the road with really good teams. It's like he doesn't see that, you know. But Jerry's always been in his own world. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he sees it. But boy, this was a moment where he felt like they needed, like this coaching staff needed protection, or they needed a buffer, or they needed someone to come. Uh, to their defense, and, and I, 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 I gotta say, I kind of found it to be uh, interesting that Jerry decided this would be the best time to do that. Now, here's a reason for Cowboys fans, as we, uh, 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 and if you're hearing some music, by the way, we're doing the show live today as I get ready to to board a flight uh, to uh, New York later this evening. But I wanted to be here. I wanted to be with you guys. Aaron's done a great job of managing this through the uh, power of our Tyline app, which is just uh, wonderful. But, uh, Aaron, what happened with the Eagles last night I think has inspired the Cowboys. I think their fans today have a little bit of a pep in their step and also something we're going to talk about more at 5 o'clock today. And it's the fact that as bad as that performance felt and it looked they're still not far off like like there are two possibly great teams in the NFL there are the 49ers and there are the Baltimore Ravens after that you you got to talk about Miami Detroit the Eagles the Cowboys I mean, the Chiefs, you, you, you have to put the Chiefs in there just because of the quarterback and Andy Reid and all the things they've accomplished. But in a year where the NFC is kind of, I mean, you get, I mean, if the Cowboys could somehow win this division, I mean, it, it just would. I mean, and you get a home playoff game. I, I guess what where I'm headed with this is this: the Cowboys aren't the Cowboys on the road. But what if they don't have to play on the road? What if they could get a first round game? What if they could? I mean, what if they could put off seeing the 49ers to the NFC title game? Like again, if they get the NFC title game, it doesn't even matter. Like everybody will be like, "Oh gosh, this is—they're going to get beat by the Niners." Who cares? Who cares? I mean, it would be the first time in a million years that they had put themselves in that kind of situation. I mean, we're talking 28 or 29 years since they've done that. So, I mean, I oh. Aaron, we got Thriller. We got Michael Jackson's Thriller going on here at the Chili's. <laughs> Our, yeah, okay. I mean, one of the great, one of the great 
videos probably ever. Aaron, if you're if you're looking at your favorite MTV videos ever, is Thriller at least in your top five? Oh, easily, because he he made a mini movie. You know, he had yeah Ola Ray in it, star, co-starring with him, kind of. He had Vincent Price doing voiceover. It was for its time, it was so awesome and groundbreaking. It would definitely probably be top three for me. I'd really have to think for the rest yeah. of my top five, but it would definitely be in there. There was one Janet Jackson did, and it was like a love song, and that was pretty amazing for, you know, in high school or whatever. I mean, and and that was like when MTV was in its prime, when you and I were in, like, junior high or high school. Yeah. um, You got a problem here? So, anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh. It's really kind of remarkable. I mean, when you think about this, Aaron, I tell you what, let's do some, uh, let's do some, something called Campus Confidential. Let's do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show, Jim Haller, our guest. Well, first of all, it's hard to believe that I never coached a game in there and it's been open 36 years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I tell you, I've enjoyed that arena. It's brought a lot of great memories to Baylor fans. And as great as it's been, I am so excited about what the Foster Pavilion mean for the future of both of these programs. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to one. And remember folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. Live from Hard Rock Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds 
beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health Sports Certified Orthopedic Physician Team Specialized in Sports Medicine and Total Hip and Knee Replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedic today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley, and it is Campus Confidential. We do it every day uh, at uh, 445, and uh, man, what a... What an opportunity. Uh, so much going on. Uh, early signing day coming up. I mean, that's basically the main signing day now. So huge, huge time for college football. We got basketball tomorrow. Duke and the Bears get together, and uh, that'll happen. And that's where I am. Uh, I've arrived at the airport doing the show from the airport today as we get ready. Aaron, take us through as we start to uh, look through some of these uh, uh, Campus Confidential stories. And thank you to Jim Turner Chevrolet for uh, being such a huge part of this. We'll start with college football, where Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, who's led the program to its first 10-win regular seasons, has agreed to a contract extension. The athletic director announced today terms were not released, but ESPN reports that the new deal will extend Kiffin's contract through the 2028 season and as the uh, number 11 Rebels get ready to face number 10 Penn State coming up December 30th in the Chick-fil-A Bowl. You know, I mean, sometimes it takes a coach um, a long time, or, or anybody for that matter, any profession, sometimes it just takes a while to find the right fit. And... You know, he, he was disastrous at some other stops. And yet, you know, he kept getting chance after chance. And it reminds you, there's some people that don't get any of these second chances. 
but he did. And quite honestly, this has been a tremendous fit for him. It's a, it's a non-traditional, you know, school that doesn't have a ton of success. It's had some, and yet he's brought to it kind of a swagger, and and I I, I just think he's turned it into a fun place. He's a fun personality. Uh, he's great on social media. And, you know, I, I, you got to be who you are. I mean, Baylor's coach is just does not do social media. This guy is the extreme opposite of that. Now, sometimes, of course, you do all these jokes and have fun, and it backfires because you get beat by Alabama or whoever, and then everybody dogpiles you and make fun, makes fun of you. But, Aaron, I don't think Lane Kiffin could have found – a better match than than Ole Miss. I, I, I think it's I, I think it's one of the great matches in all of all of college football right now. I agree hundred percent. That is the perfect coach for that job. And I did find out some contact contract details on the extension from the dispatch, which is the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. Uh, he will with the new contract he gets a four-year extension. It's 2026, not 2028. I think I said that 2028. But he'll, he was already making over $7 million a year before this new deal. He'll make $8.75 million this year, $8.85 million next year. And then in 2025 and 2026, $9 million per season. So a, a, a nice bump in pay and, ex, and uh, extension of years for Lane Kiffin. We call that Bill Self money. <laughs> I mean, to your point, I mean, that is, that is massive at Ole Miss. I mean, you know, the economy ebbs and flows, and yet you still see these monstrous contracts. I, I, I mean, when, when, <laughs> when, when, Dave, when Dave got his extension at Baylor, you know, Baylor's coming off a 12-win season. Other people were interested in trying to hire Aranda. I mean, they had to, they had to go up there. But you know, Dave Aranda probably makes. Baylor didn't put their contracts out there, but he probably makes between, you know, four and five and a half a year. Probably somewhere around five or five and a half. I mean, Lane Kiffin, and and God love him because he's done. He's won a lot of games there, but. A lot of it is just he's an entertainer. I mean, he is, uh, I would say, Aaron, and he's a salesman in a different way. He's just funny and has a lot of cool, funny social media stuff. But he's he's not far behind uh, rule in that area. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I think they're both just outstanding at selling whatever school they're at and they do a great job at it. so they always have really good players 300 percent all right uh let's continue sir on our uh, campus confidential ap coach of the year name today in college football any guesses or have you already seen it i have not um uh, i mean they can't you can't give it to the cheater. I mean, that seems like that'd be bad. 
Um, I, I mean, and I know Sark had all that talent, but I, okay, I'm gonna go with national. Coach I'm gonna here, go with Washington. Co- okay. Go ahead. No, no I'm I know just national. Sure I'm thinking okay. through all the candidates. Oh, I got yeah. you. Um, I, I'm gonna go with Kalen DeBoer at uh, at, uh, at Washington. That is 100% correct. He he won it, and it wasn't close. Uh, he received 30 of 52 first-place votes and had 113 points overall to easily outpace Florida State's Mike Norvell, who came in second. Missouri's Eli Drinkowitz was third, and Arizona's Jed Fish was fourth. They were the only other coaches to receive uh, multiple first-place votes. So it was uh, DeBoer from Washington, well-deserved, because they had – and great year and could end up being national champions. I know most people don't give them a lot of chance to do it, but all they've done is just beat everybody <laughs> that they played this year, and that's pretty impressive. i got to tell you, Aaron, I'm, I'm kind of starting to I just get – now I'm very comfortable doing this show at the airport as I get ready to go to New York to see Baylor Duke. I may start doing more shows at the airport. Like, I may just drive out to the Waco Regional Airport. I may go out to Colleen. They, they got a nice airport out there. The Simcox family loves using that. Uh, love a good uh, Jason's Deli option. They don't have schmaltzes here is my only complaint here at Love Field. They don't have a schmaltzes. Oh, the schmaltz. I miss that right now. Um, but uh, they do have some really good opportunities here at the Jason's Deli. Um, as we continue campus confidential Aaron the Reuben oh you love a good Reuben do you like Reuben do you do you do the corned beef or do you do the pastrami I do pastrami and I do I do like them a lot I don't eat them very often but yeah that, that's a uh, one of my favorite meals the and Thousand I love Island the well. cheese yeah the whole the whole shebang but uh, they do have pastrami by the way at uh, at Schmaltz's although I recommend the Schmaltz one of our great sponsors and has been there with me for so many years. I, every day we start at 5 o'clock, Aaron, we'll do it here in a minute, and it's just a reminder of how appreciative we have some of the most loyal um, and great sponsors. I mean, they've stuck with the Mosley Show for like five, six, seven years now. It's crazy, but it's awesome, too, and we appreciate them so much. What else do you have for us, sir? One of the top defensive linemen in the transfer portal has made his decision, former Texas A&M defensive lineman LT Overton, the number six overall prospect in the 2022 recruiting class, has decided to continue his playing career at Alabama. So the rich get richer. Overton contributed right away as a true freshman in 2022, playing in 11 games and tackling 31 tackles, tallying 31 tackles, three tackles for loss and a sack. His playing time and numbers dipped last year, which is one of the main reasons why he is in the portal in the first place, and he will be part of the Alabama Crimson Tide next year. Yeah, if you if you stop playing this guy, I don't know what you're up to, although <laughs> I love that defensive line coach there who's the – I think he's going to be the D coordinator maybe at Syracuse, I think. But, Aaron, this is a reminder – of like that great 2022 A&M class, the number one recruiting class in the country. And it, at least 50% of that class is gone, including this guy. And um, 
you know, I, I, what I don't, what I hope the Aggies do is afford Elko the same amount of patience that, like, the Sooners have afforded Venables. Like, I mean, Venables actually had a pretty good year. I mean, they had some embarrassing moments, but I, I think they had a pretty good year. I, I, I think, I think that that same sort of thing. I think the Aggies need to be cool for one season and let Elko kind of start bringing his guys in and all that. But I still really like the hire, but that was a big loss. And um, and you're right, Rich getting richer. This is a big, big big-time player uh, that uh, Alabama's getting. Speaking of new Texas A&M football coach Mike Elko, he got his sixth commitment from the transfer portal today. It's former Round Rock High and Purdue tied in Garrett Miller. Miller had 30 catches for 243 yards and a pair of touchdowns for the Boilermakers last year. In his career, he's played in 33 games with 51 total receptions. He missed all of 2022 with an injury. So they've got a lot going out, but they do have some coming back in through the transfer. Well, I mean, I... I, I, that's a good player. I mean, and shout out to Round Rock. They can hear us down there, uh, Pflugerville, that whole area. But Round Rock especially, this kid, excellent player. And uh, you've seen, whether it be Iowa, Wisconsin, Cowboys have a Wisconsin player. I mean, the tight ends that come out of the Big Ten and then even the Big 12. Obviously, Iowa State's had some great ones. Um, it, it's, it's just second to none. And uh, uh, that's a that's a good one. That's a really good one. And I, when these Texas kids are able to come back home, that's when I enjoy the portal the most. I mean, unless they're going to TCU. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that one still stings. Like you got to know. Uh-huh. Come on, you were in the program. You know how your yeah. former teammates and all the fans feel, but. I guess at the end of the day, you got to make the decision that's right for you. Well, Drake and I are taking some time apart, but, <laughs> but uh, we'll be okay. We'll be okay in the future. College basketball news, bad news for number three Houston sophomore Terrence Arsenault will miss the rest of the season. He suffered a torn right Achilles. A school spokesperson told ESPN Today the – 6-6 Arsenal suffered the injury in the Cougars' victory over Texas A&M on Saturday. He was helped to the locker room and returned to the bench with a boot on his right foot, and they have since confirmed that he tore his Achilles. He's averaged 5.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, in, and has played in all 11 games for the Cougars and is one of the top guys in their rotation, even though he's not a starter. Yeah, I mean, you know, if any, if any team is able to – adapt and and come back from something like this it is kelvin it is houston but we all we also know just the the absolute meat grinder that is the big 12 schedule and aaron i don't believe they'll change the schedule now that arsenal's out but uh big uh, that is a big loss for the cougars but i'm just i i've just seen them time and time again figure things out and I mean obviously former Baylor player uh, LJ Cryer's there 
tremendous three-point shooter. Shed's still there. Um, I the the Cougars are not going to go away. I mean, they're sitting there up there at like third, fourth in the country right now. They'll be okay. But uh, but I are that's a that's a really really rough loss, and I, I do hate that for Kelvin and his staff. Women's basketball news: UConn, number seventeen team, UConn. Headed to Canada for a game tomorrow against Toronto Metropolitan University. And I've, even though that college is not an NCAA member, Rick Nixon, a spokesman for the NCAA, said the game will be recognized as a regular season contest and all stats will count under NCAA rules involving, quote, outside competitions. The only caveat he said is that because Toronto Metropolitan University is not an NCAA Division I opponent, the win or loss, but win, won't be calculated in UConn's net rankings for consideration in postseason seating, but sure, REM is not worried about that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe they have some fans over there in Connecticut, I mean over in Canada, that they're trying to appeal to. Oh, I know. An, Sorry, I've, yeah. I, I just noticed uh, way down in the article, well, that's not higher. Yeah, they, uh, the ESPN article says that this game is for UConn senior Aliyah Edwards, who's from Kingston, Ontario. She played her high school uh, ball in Toronto and is a member of the Canadian national team. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice thing to do. Can you imagine this poor Metropolitan team, though? It's like they just have to basically be her reward for getting to go back home, and they'll probably get beat by, like, 70 like I, I don't. That doesn't seem like that it's fun. It's going to be a lot deal. of fun for that the, Toronto Canadian college. Yeah. yeah. And and you said UConn was what number seventeen in the country. It's crazy to that, like that sentence comes out of my mouth, and I'm like, that can't be right. But wow. Yeah. I mean, they've struggled. They've had a tough, always have a tough schedule, but they've struggled with injuries and with some really really good teams early in the season. Yeah. Barely okay. in the top twenty-five. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say it, Aaron. Gino Ariema, hot seat. Washed. <laughs> hot seat for Ariema. Two worst takes you could, you could have about the UConn women's program. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, everybody, I mean, it's going to be, oh, well, we got a big 5 o'clock plan for you. we got a huge NFL talk to do, and then we will hear – from Scott Drew from Manhattan where he is getting ready to face the Duke Blue Devils tomorrow. That is all next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women headed to Florida and a matchup with Providence in the West Palm Classic this Wednesday. 2 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 2.30 tip-off from West Palm Beach, Florida, Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like both of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at The Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins, live from Hard Rock Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Happening now, free lab-grown diamond earrings up to four carat total weight, free at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Spend $6.99 or more and get half carat to four carat lab-grown diamond stud earrings for free. 0% financing, on-site master jewelers, and up to 60% off Christmas specials. That's 0% financing, on-site master jewelers, and up to 60% off Christmas specials. You always receive more when you choose DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. See store for details. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows 
Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton alongside the 5 o'clock hour on a Tuesday before Christmas. Oh, the countdown has begun. We are uh, sprinting toward it, um, and uh, we will hear in uh, just about 15 minutes, uh, we'll, we'll hear from Scott Drew, the head basketball coach of the Baylor Bears, is they, well, he reacts to a tough, tough loss to Michigan State where the Bears did not play well, and boy, Scott was fired up about it. Uh, but they'll try to turn it around and bounce back against the Duke Blue Devils. John Morris and Matt Mosley, myself, we will be uh, we will be on hand for that affair tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden. Let's remember we've got women's basketball tomorrow as well, and uh, that's been fun to watch uh, the women go to San Antonio and take care of Miami. And uh, they just keep kind of going around the country, you know, taking all comers as they continue to move up in that top 25. Aaron, I wanted to, uh, to, to talk a little bit about that Monday night football game. And, of course, we'll have more on the Cowboys and Dolphins as the week unfolds. This is an off day for much of the NFL across the league. A lot of teams um, uh, have their day off today. The Seahawks end a four-game slide <laughs> with uh, that late winning drive to take down the Philadelphia Eagles. And, Aaron, it was uh, an interesting setup to the game because Jalen Hurts had been downgraded to questionable because of an illness. He did go out there and play. Ooh. Very in well. Moments, <laughs> yeah, moments he struggled, and and um, I'm afraid now his MVP candidacy has gone the way of Dax. In fact, Dax is better uh, than his. I, you know, I, that Julian Love for the Seahawks, two huge interceptions. I I've seen some replays of that last one with about six seconds left, and I agreed. I was watching Peyton and Eli Manning. As they talked about it, I, I mean, they really just needed to kick a field goal, like, I, and they had the timeouts. Like, I don't understand why the thought that he had, and I, he's a great receiver. I mean, incredible receiver, AJ Brown, but like, 
You're trying to throw like a 30 or 40-yard Hail Mary type thing down the sideline. It gets picked. Still think there are some questions on whether that truly was an interception, but still two great plays by Julian Love of the Seahawks. And Aaron, the guy we've talked about, our man Pete, I mean, he was just beyond belief excited over there, jumping on all his players at age, whatever he is, 73. It's kind of fun to watch him. But the big story was, and, and then also, Aaron, on the other side, so Hurts plays. Geno Smith has been down with a groin injury. Well, it turns out he's active for the game, but Drew Locke got the start. And with the Seahawks season hanging in the balance, we saw them against the Cowboys. They played pretty well, but they couldn't get the job done. They'd lost all these games recently. And Drew Locke leads them down the field. Aaron, I mean, there were like three or four, like, bang up plays on that last on that on that game winning drive for the Seahawks. I mean, DK Metcalf catches one like one-handed off his rear or thigh. He somehow pulls that in on a short catch, but it ended up being important cuz it was a first down and then they start working the ball down the field. Metcalf makes another awesome catch along the sideline and Aaron and before we even get to the touchdown throw to Njigba, how about how about that Metcalf catch? I mean, he he's just awesome. He's got the strength, and then to reach up and pull that one in, kind of a I guess you'd call that a back shoulder type throw. It was just a, the ball was kind of whether it was purposefully or not, it was underthrown, and Metcalf. I I just say, Aaron, is there any more? physical wide receiver in the game. Debo's an extremely physical player uh, for the 49ers. But when it comes to just utter physicality and and then speed combined with it, I mean, I get it. The Minnesota uh, receiver's unbelievable, Jefferson. I, But this guy, there's, n- there's nobody that has that co- combination of just size and speed, Aaron, at least in my opinion. Yeah, uh, he, the only criticism people have of his is he's not an elite route runner, but, I mean, the guy looks like he was chiseled out of stone. He runs a four four forty. If you were developing a receiver in the lab, it would mm-hmm. look like DK Metcalf. And the craziest thing, I saw a video on him and somebody was asking him about his diet. He eats one large dinner a day with lots of protein, and the rest of the day he just eats candy gummy worms, <laughs> things like that, like just pure sugar the rest of the mm-hmm. day. Just goes to show you good genetics yeah. and a lot of hard mm-hmm. work can overcome a bad diet. Yeah, I am. Uh, during the holidays, I've gone to something somewhat similar to that. <laughs> um, now, so here comes Drew Locke, and, and we're all like holding our breath. I mean, there's a minute. Gosh, when what was there left when he when he completed that ball? Like thirty. I think they only they left him twenty eight seconds. I think. So yeah, twenty four or twenty eight. Okay, and Jackson Smith in Jigba. I mean, this guy Aaron went, played at Rockwall. Okay, played in the Metroplex. Then of course went to Ohio State. What a player he is becoming. 
I mean, he is he is going to be great. I mean, this has become one of the – I mean, if you take him and put him with DK, Lockett's still running around for them. I mean, that's good. That's a good receiving core. And so Locke throws that ball, and he, and he, he said in his ear, the uh, play caller said, hey, remember, you know, if you can get – if you can get Jackson, if you can get Jax, they call him, on a on a one on one, you know, take that shot. And as Locke said, you know, feed him that pill or something like that. And if he didn't, Jig, uh, Jackson gets behind his guy, and and Drew Locke just plants a gorgeous ball on him, and the Seahawks win that game. They beat. The Eagles 2017, and Aaron, after the Cowboys just reeling after a horrible road loss, the Bills, they're still in first place in the NFC East. And I understand all the tiebreakers, and they're still, oh, my gosh, the Eagles have to play the, they get to play, you know, the Giants twice. And the, by the way, horrible scheduling. I know they like these divisional games late, but can we just all agree in the NFC East, that the Giants and the Commanders are usually going to be bad, and there's no reason to be doubling up on these games at the end of the seasons. So here we go. And but Aaron, I, the way the Eagles look right now, they look I, terrible. I'm not so sure that. I mean, Devito and the gang. Now Devito and them got beat bad the other day. Got beat 24-6. And Aaron, I don't know if you've seen that story. DeVito pulled out of a pizzeria appearance. Too much, yeah, apparently too after much that. money. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pizzeria was told they were going to do the impar- the appearance for 10K. And then they had that big Monday night game. And Stilato, our buddy, um, he uh, the, the agent called over the pizzeria in New Jersey and says, that'll be 20,000 guys. <laughs> Who would have guessed that that guy... I know. After seeing him would try something shady, that that just shocks me. <laughs> and and he said, well, we didn't have anything. You know, he said, we didn't put anything. We didn't have a contract. And, and, and the pizzeria guy, the owner, starts posting on Instagram the, the, the screen grabs of the agreement in principle. And Aaron, I mean, I don't know. When you put something, when you agree in principle – Maybe there wasn't a signed contract, but if you agree to do something for 10K in the old world, in the neighborhood, you know, you, you do it. You follow up your word. But anyway, I, I it's not defeat. You know, you know, our man DeVito had nothing to do with this. It, he, it was just his representation. And uh, so I kind of I wish the pizzeria hadn't handled it like this, but they did. And uh, so now DeVito our DeVito looks greedy, but Aaron Drew Locke, and I mean, it, that was a pretty cool interview, Lisa Salters. Now I got to say, everybody's crediting Lisa. I thought Lisa was kind of poking on him to try to get him to cry. I hear the emotion in your voice, and she came back to it. I hear the emotion in your voice, and I, I thought, but whatever. Lisa's getting a lot of credit for the interview today, and I'm fine with that. I like her, so that's all great. But I, he 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 seems like kind of a neat guy, an interesting guy. And Aaron, it brought up that old uh, video of him during a game when he was playing for the 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 um, 
uh, Broncos, him doing a rap over on the sideline. And it, I don't know if you've seen that, Aaron. It's very funny. It's Drew Locke. I mean, in the middle of a game, which he was, he had started the game over there just doing a whole rap on the sideline. And he didn't know he was being filmed. <laughs> it was good. It was good. But, boy, Locke, what a story that was. And then he did the thing, Aaron. You may know what that was. He had some kind of little signal he did with Gino. Gino's over on the sideline, and Drew looked over at him, and they did something kind of acknowledging each other. And I, there was just something about that post-game interview that was so wholesome. It was just like he was so happy for his teammates, for the defense, for everybody, for his coaches. And, I, again, what's funny is Drew has a little bit of a Jay Cutler look to him. There's something about him that his demeanor or just his face even has a little bit of that Cutler, but I think he's a lot nicer. Remember how snarly Cutler was. But Drew gets it done. Seahawks get back to 500. Okay, that gets them to 7-7. Seven and seven. Aaron, they have a viable path to 10 wins. Or at least they could go 9-8. and eight. Um, Remaining three games for the Seahawks. Steelers at Titans at Arizona Cardinals. I mean, all those are winnable, and I think it's amazing. I mean, so they they could literally get this thing to eight, nine, ten, and seven, or nine and eight, and let's see. Um, his team, let's see. So now, according to ESPN's Football Power Index, the Seahawks' chances of making the playoffs improved to 55% with the win. So, I, you know, I, uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And uh, so I, 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 there's just a lot of stuff from that game that stood out to me. Um now, what does it mean for the Eagles? Hertz did run for 82 yards and two touchdowns, but he was 17 to 31 with those two real crucial interceptions. And I mean, the only thing I think Aaron, now Aaron, they did make a change and had a different defensive play caller for the game. <laughs> and and that was Matt Patricia who likes to put that pencil up over his ear. And the defense had yielded 30-plus points in each of the Eagles' past three games and entered ranked last in the league on third down and 30th in red zone defense. Seattle was limited to just 90 yards and three points before halftime allowing Philadelphia to lead going into the third quarter for the first time in seven games. Wow. Um, that is that is really, really interesting. Um, you know, how the defense did get better, so I think they'll point to that. Um the and honestly, their secondary, which had been banged up, um, played a lot better. And and though they gave up some of those late big huge those huge passes, 
There was a second uh, quarter breakup for Metcalf in the red zone. Um, that was huge. Now, Hertz Aaron has now scored 17 rushing touchdowns on the Tush Push quarterback sneak over the past two seasons, including the playoffs. No other quarterback, this is according to Tim McManus, our good friend of ESPN.com, no other quarterback has scored more than three over that time. <laughs> they want this outlawed. But, you know, that it honestly would be a rule change just to mess with the Eagles. It would be just trying to slow down the Eagles. They want to tush-push out of football. Aaron, the Eagles play the Giants. That is a 3.30 kickoff on on Christmas Day. Aaron, do we know if we have Christmas off yet? Have you It has not been confirmed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, I shouldn't joke about it. I'll get a call. Like, Matt, we really would like you to do a Christmas show. I'm texting right now. You and Aaron, that's right. Ask, ask about that. All right, a couple more things, and then we need to get to uh, Scott Drew. Now, Aaron, I still want to talk to you about what the Oregon Ducks have done. All right. I mean, that is that is something. And of course, we uh, we hit on it in uh, uh, in Campus Confidential, but more to come on that. Now, ESPN's uh, power rankings. uh, I mean, I'm kind of shocked by this. Aaron, where would you guess they have the Dallas Cowboys in the. In the week week fifteen, uh, ESPN power rankings, they are they are. Um, and I'm kind of kind of shocked by this. Where do you think Ooh. the Dallas Cowboys are in the ESPN.com power rankings? In fact, your old pal Mosley used to have to compile this and <laughs> vote in this, which would lead to you know, uh, lots of issues, as you might imagine. But I used to have to <laughs> vote in this thing. Um, where do you think the Dallas Cowboys are in the ESPN.com power rankings? Sixth. <laughs> Third overall. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't... I mean, Aaron, now sometimes what will happen is I'll go back and I'll look and it'll be because it says week 15. I mean, that does not, that just does not make any sense to me. I'll, I'll double check that because I don't think. But, Aaron, let's do this in our minds. Who, right now, who can we say for sure in the NFL is better than the Cowboys? We would say the Niners. Mm-hmm. We would say the Ravens. I don't guess we can for sure say the Chiefs, based on their record, I don't think for sure we can say the Dolphins. I don't think for sure we can say the Lions. Um, who am I missing in the AFC? Is there anybody else over there? Because they all have those bunched up. I mean, the Bills just beat their brakes off to go to to improve to eight and six. So I, I think we can make the argument the Bills should be ahead of the Cowboys, but of course the Cowboys are sitting there at 10 and 4. Would you say the Eagles are better? I wouldn't. 
I mean, I so while on the surface, Aaron, it kind of seems shocking. I who else do we put uh, besides the Ravens and the Niners? Who else do we put ahead of the Cowboys in the power rankings? Yeah, I think that's about it. I mean, you're not going to put the Browns ahead of them with Joe Flacco starting. Their defense is great, but the Cowboys' defense would maul that offense. I don't think I don't think that would be a close game. Yeah, I'm trying to okay. Th- think if I'm missing anybody in the AFC, like you said. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. All right. And then um, the uh, oh, sadly, Aaron, the win of the week. I'm just looking at all of ESPN's power rankings. The win of the week in college basketball. Of course, they gave it to the Michigan State Spartans with that spanking of our beloved Baylor Bears. Bears are going to get back on the horse. And the man who's going to get them there joins us next. It is Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show with Aaron Sexton. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Second and goal. Snap to Prescott. Only heard here. Looks left. Slant! Gallup! All season. Touchdown! That was right now. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. Live from Hard Rock Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey, neighbor. I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree that they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grilled steaks. 
fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dining in the casual dining room or in the bar, where you can also enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace in Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. In Waco, Texas, we love the holiday season. At home, at work, or out with family and friends. It's simply a special time. From all of us at Jeff Hunter Toyota. We're wishing you a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Scott Drew, Baylor head men's basketball coach. Joining me now, Scott, I was just giving a scouting report on Duke. I was hoping you could hear some of that, seeing if Proctor could get back in there and kind of looking at their lineup a little bit. I thought you would appreciate me kind of taking a peek at what the Blue Devils have been doing lately. How are you, sir? Well, I'm doing well. What, tell me what stuff I need to know about the Blue Devils. Yeah, they're they're shorter than they used to be. They were big, looming <laughs> big dudes last year. Yeah, and I think Shire oh, wants to play fast. He wants to move this thing a little bit more. So uh, that that'll be interesting. I love the. I do like their guards, but this. I was just trying to read about uh, Proctor a little bit. Roach has been shooting the ball well, but. Uh, well, Scott, how how is Madison Square Garden? You're in New York. What's I know you you got you. I bet knowing you, you're going to have some very tough practices considering what happened Saturday. I know how you react to things like that. What um, what's been the reaction and and uh, what how's the how how's New York so far? Well, for, first and foremost, if uh, you're not upset when you get embarrassed, um, then you're probably not a good uh, athlete, coach, all of the above. So uh, it's a competitive game, and no one likes to uh, not play well, perform well. Uh, the, the first 20 minutes, we were we were we were thoroughly embarrassed, and Michigan State had a lot to do with it. A lot of times, everybody says you look at yourself and say we were terrible, but they don't give the opponent enough credit. And Michigan mm-hmm. State was tremendous. And they deserve a lot of the credit. Um, I think they were uh, five of this. Five of those guys had played against us in the battle for Atlantis, and um, they they were they were excited to get some revenge on that. And um, mm-hmm. besides that, they were they were in a desperate situation, and they played like a desperate team. Um, we played like a team that wasn't desperate. So uh, first first eleven days off, I, I did a bad job scheduling. I should have made sure we had a game. In between there, I should have made sure we scrimmaged a little bit more and weren't as rusty. Um, but at the end of the day, they deserve the credit for the way they played. We were much better in the second half, still not what uh, uh, what we want and um, not enough to overcome the deficit that we had. Uh, the great thing is, unlike football, you don't have to wait a week to play. Mm-hmm. And you're in sports, you're only as good as your last game. So we're trash last game. Hopefully we can be better after this game. What were you like at halftime, and how much did did any player try to step forward and say anything, or were you the only one talking in there? I think uh, uh, if you have a team that is a bunch of competitors, 
um, then they're going to feel um, what needs to be felt. And uh, that's why we like this group. They're, they're winners. They're used to winning. They don't like to lose. Um, we had a great practice today. Um, and obviously sometimes you got to put your hand on the stove and get burned to understand you can't put your hand on the stove. So, uh, we, you get better in, in, in success, but you also get better in, in, in adversity. And sometimes you need the adversity in the, in the, the valleys to, 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 to know the urgency to improve and, uh, know what areas you need to improve on. And the great thing about playing, Programs like Duke and Michigan State, I mean, you're going to, if there's areas that you're not uh, uh, up to par or not a lead in, you're going to, you're going to find them because um, you will get embarrassed. I would say you worked on the effort, but also maybe just the level of force that you play with. I, I know those lobs and, and everything had to start bothering you, especially any straight line drives. I would think you'd want to get that out of your team system. What was the, in the practice, what was, I'm sure you worked on several things, but what was the, I think it starts with defense, and I have to think that was an area you really dug in on. Well, it, it, offensively, we were we were not strong with the ball, and and we didn't value it like we needed to. Twenty one turnovers that put mm. our defense in a tough predicament to begin with because there is no defense when it's one on one break or two on ones, three on twos. You're not gonna you're not gonna be successful most of the time. So uh, our turnovers killed us. Um, uh, but that's where you break down every part of the game because actually our transition defense on makes and misses is the best it's been with two and one against Michigan state. And ironically, that was the best we've been in our transition defense. So we need to keep that part up, not turn it over and give them the easy mm-hmm. ones. And then, and then uh, um, first half besides our turnovers, we weren't making shots, but going into the game, we're the six best offensive rebounding team in the country. And that, that was uh, really uh, uh, disheartening um, our effort on the glass and, uh, again, uh, Michigan State deserves a lot of the credit. They were more physical, blocked us out. We didn't get second-chance opportunities like we normally do, and because of that, um, we didn't have any points. And mm-hmm. uh, se- second half, uh, we made a lot more shots, took better care of it, um, but still uh, on, the, on the offensive glass, we weren't how we'd been in the first nine games of the season. And then defensively rebounding, we thought, we made some strides there that that was not the case as well. So uh, we understand the importance of the glass and, and obviously Michigan state dominated us there. That's a tough crowd too. I mean, they were into it everywhere. You look like Steve Smith or somebody, I know Mateen Cleves and those guys couldn't play, but I mean, it was kind of a crowd. Like you said, it was a desperate y'all y'all ran into a buzzsaw is really what happened. It, it four and five, they had not played that well. They desperately needed to win. And you're right. There was a lot of the confluence and some bad things. But again, like you said, you got a lot of games to make that up. You had something similar happen against Marquette when you, and it weirdly yeah. it happened in NBA arena. Now y'all played great at Barkley. So it can't just be the NBA arena, but um, I would imagine, you know, you'll, you know, like you say, you learn, you live and learn, and maybe the scheduling will be different. The, the weird thing, Scott, was those lobs. I at the end of the first half, I, I just was like, why are they? You know, you guys love to go down low when you get in trouble. I've seen that over the years, and I think that's a great strategy. But they were just like, 
those balls were just being thrown into nowhere. And I, and, and I know that had to tick you off because it just wasn't, it was just kind of indiscriminate to use an old Bill Parcells word. Well, a lot, of, a lot of them weren't into nowhere. A lot of them were into Michigan State's hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Just, just the wrong team's hands. So, but, 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 uh, um, one thing, one thing, uh, coaches understand takes a team to win. And, uh, your first road game, uh, you can talk about it, but you have to feel it. And, I mean, you get 15,000 fans and, and then you, you feed the beast by uh, our bad play and giving them highlight dunks to get them more excited, more excited. Um, that that's uh, that momentum is is really really critical. And again, that's where um, playing in front of the home crowd, playing in the pavilion, um, that that does help. You look across the board. Uh, I bet you if you do a research, the first road game, uh, Power Five programs play. Look at what the record is, and even if they go to a mid-major, like Auburn's a great team. They went to where Appalachian State and lost. I mean, it's it's hard that that, that and especially with um, with guys that uh, uh, haven't been through that. And I look at uh, our roster. I mean, um, most of our guys haven't played Michigan State. The only one that had was John, and he didn't play. So. I mean, that, those experiences are, are, are valuable, and, and that's where the next time we play on opponent's floor doesn't guarantee success, but you learn, uh, and I think we all learn. I mean, um, you tell your, your, your kids all you want, um, don't put your hand on the stove, but once they mm-hmm. get that, that burn, they, 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 they don't put their hand on the stove. Yeah, and um, what about this um, Duke team? Um, you've looked at them, Filipowski. We were talking about it a little smaller than they were without Lively down there. He was a great rim defender. They may not have the great rim protectors, but they can shoot the ball. And some great three-point shooters on this team. What have you seen in your film study of Duke as you get ready to try to bounce back Wednesday? I think it starts with Filipowski. I mean, he's a player of the year candidate for a reason, and um, you're right. He doesn't have Lively there, but he still has 19 blocks in 10 games. That means it's two a game. And then, and then Mark Mitchell's the great athlete, and um, you put you put those two. Um, it, it makes it tough to, to score around the rim. That's why they got uh, one of the better defenses in the nation. Uh, their guard play: uh, Jeremy Roach, a four-year starter uh, at Duke, Baylor, Kentucky. Those things. Those guys are valuable. And uh, um, 15 points a game he's scoring and 50% from three, 17 for 34. So he's somebody that uh, has been in big games, been in big environments, been successful, takes care of the ball, three-to-one assist to turnover ratio guy. Um, So uh, those two guys, uh, uh, Roach on the perimeter, Filipowski inside, outside, uh, really uh, uh, are the catalyst to what they do. Typical Duke team. Um, they're, they're talented. They got some younger guys. One thing Coach Shire's done is uh, uh, recruit a lot of guys who can really shoot the ball. So uh, um, they get a lot of assisted threes, uh, and they don't turn it over much. Uh, six or seventh uh, fewest turnovers in the country. And that's real tribute to them because anytime you got younger guys that value the ball like that, that's impressive. All right, what about Madison Square Garden? Do you talk to your guys a little bit about the uh, history? Or just in New York, you're at Barclays, though, doesn't have what Madison Square Garden, the history, of course, 
Uh, do you tell them about Willis Reed? Do you go? Do you talk about some of the all-time Knicks? I mean, it is a storied building, and it's a really neat opportunity. Yeah, the, the great thing is um, uh, <laughs> Madison Square Garden doesn't need to be told about, and I mean that in uh, uh, all positive sincerityness and uh, sincereness. Uh, everybody has visions and dreams of playing in uh, the mecca of basketball. So um, the guys, the guys are excited. They're fired up. Um, we're blessed to be able to make two trips to New York. You got uh, uh, great media exposure, national TV, elite game. And uh, uh, I mean, we are the winningest power five program in the last four years. I think Duke's fourth, fifth or something. So, I mean, you got two programs, a lot of success. All right. I knew the other day it was a bad sign, by the way, when the kid did the court slap. It reminded me of the old Duke. Um, you know, Hurley and them, you remember the court slap that they would do? And, and that would kind of, I saw that Sissico or Sissoko do a court slap, Scott. And that, that, that to me was a, that was not a great sign. Well, it wasn't a great sign to you. I didn't like the offensive rebound put back before that. That led to that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you're right. I mean, sometimes you never know how the kids are going to react. I, uh, hopefully, they'll bounce back, and uh, and I think they will. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, your big guys, especially the boards, the pride. You know, they're going to take in it and all. I mean, it'll be a tremendous matchup. I know I'll be there. A lot of Baylor people coming. You know, Duke's going to have a big showing there. That game at UConn and somebody played recently. Man, that looked big time on TV. So I'm really hoping Wednesday. A lot of Bears are making the trip. You know, Duke's got a lot of bandwagon front runner type fans, uh, but very loyal fans, I should say. And they'll be there. But I, I just think the atmosphere is going to be pretty special. Well, they they call this Cameron North for a reason. Duke fans show up, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to Matt Johnson, we have a great contingent of Baylor fans showing up, uh, uh, well over a thousand. So um, that means uh, uh, a lot of people probably remember that 2010 game, and um, it is a uh, it is the, the Christmas holiday. So if you love basketball, you love shopping, you love food, uh, no better place to do it than New York. Let's go, baby! All right, that's where I got engaged. By the way, underneath the Rockefeller Center tree. Right there in New York. Take the take the take the kids over there. Take the players over. Show them the old Rockefeller Center tree. All right, that's that's a big Mosley. Uh, that's a big Mosley family place. And watch out, by the way, the Brotherhood jerseys, the Duke Brotherhood jerseys, rumored to be broken out on Wednesday with the Gothic lettering. Okay, that's just uh, that news just crossed my desk. Well, appreciate the uh, uh, update on that one. You have a safe trip out here, and uh, I, I should know only you would go big like that in the engagement. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where it happened. It was not followed by in a typical New York fashion. Nobody even paid the attention, right? I mean, there I am on my knee, and everybody's just like, "Oh, whatever, let's move on with our lives." Scott, I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you in uh, in New York. Well, thank you and all the Baylor fans making the trip out here. Safe travels. Appreciate you. Hopefully we give you a lot to cheer for. All right. There you go. Scott Drew, Baylor head men's basketball coach. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Dave Aranda is returning as head coach. It feels weird today saying, well, this person's gone, this person's gone, but this person stays. You know, I thought, didn't try to hide this, that it was time to move on from Dave Aranda. So I'm not going to change my tune now that he's back and be like, hey, man, this is great. This is a great decision. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Right now, you can save thousands on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Christmas Clearance Sale. Why settle for ordinary gifts when you can give your family the ultimate gift, years of happiness, bonding, and fun on the water? Our year-end sale is the best time to buy a boat at incredibly low prices as we make room for 2024. At Marineland's Christmas Clearance Sale, you can get up to $12,000 off select boats, thousands of dollars in cash back, thousands of dollars worth of free accessories, discounts on tracker merchandise, and even 6.9% APR financing or a 2000 dollars Bass Pro gift card with a purchase of a Mercury-powered Nitro fishing boat. Make 2024 your best year ever by making memories that will last a lifetime on our nationally best-selling boats powered by Mercury Motors. Whether it's fishing trips on a tracker fishing boat, sunset cruises on a sun tracker pontoon, or thrilling water sports on a Tahoe sport boat propelled by powerful Mercury Motor. Make this Christmas unforgettable. Come check out Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRMG boat dealer. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specializes in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. 
The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. The moment you see those flashing lights, you think, this can't happen to me. I lost a girlfriend. I lost a job because I was in jail. Learn about the real costs of drunk driving at facesofdrunkdriving.com. Sponsored by TxDOT. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is time for the Dismount. And uh, you won't hear from us tomorrow because you got um, women's and men's basketball for the Bears. Of course, we'll be in position to uh, monitor the Baylor men as they play the Duke Blue Devils. That's a 6 o'clock tip, but uh, uh, heading into that will be uh, Providence and and Baylor. Uh, Boy, that's going to be... That will be uh, that's going to be fun uh, as the Baylor women uh, take on Providence, and then they'll turn around on Thursday and and uh, play South Florida. So I tell you, the, this Baylor program will play anyone, anywhere, and uh, that is exciting. So that's the uh, that's the way that thing's going to go tomorrow as uh, Baylor plays Duke in Madison Square Garden. The women will uh, will play against Providence. Baylor women ranked uh, tenth, and the Baylor men ranked tenth. So uh, very interesting, and uh, it's like week to week. Aaron, is that right? Did they stay at uh, ten? I was going to double check that. I mean, yeah, it's even just, though they beat like they, top twenty-five yeah. team, they did. They, uh, did not move weird. up. It's like the 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 men's poll people go up and down like crazy and the women's poll they almost leave the top 10 the same unless there's just like a horrible loss or something so kind of strange um well it's uh it's been a fun day with you we look forward to visiting with you from new york you can hear our show on thursday and of course that'll be from three to six and lots of Lots going on and uh, lots of exciting times as we prepare for the uh, for Christmas. And, of course, that will be Monday. And that was a wild, Aaron, to, to see that there is an actual NFL game. You know, for the longest, Christmas was dedicated to the um, 
uh, NBA, and boy, they've taken over and had like five games, and that was deal. Well, the NFL finally said, no, 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 no. Give us a piece of the action. Now, they're not giving us much, but it'll still be like a huge rating. Yeah, it is the it's the Eagles and the Giants getting it on on Christmas Day. All right, um, everybody have a uh, a great one and appreciate everything today. Thank you, Aaron. Tremendous work, and uh, we will uh, talk to you on Thursday at three o'clock. Straight up, listen to the Bears tomorrow. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big Twelve Blitz. Modern Media.